Welcome to Zero Context, the only show that will never betray you. I'm Natalie, joined as always by Axe. This one's for the birds. And this is episode 13. We've been gone for a little while, um, but now we're back again in uh, the Nonary Games. Axe, how does it feel to be uh, staring down the ending? It feels never-ending um, because I've already started the next game uh, for for research. Um, it, it feels like all the Nonary Games are happening to me at once in my real life. Um, and I love it. I love it. I I positively love it. I'm having a wonderful time. You restart. You restart nine 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 at the same time, just for mm-hmm. some uh, some comparison. Well, I just I just leave a let's play of it running when I go to sleep every night, so that it mm-hmm. that it enters my dreams. And only the only the PC port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that way I get the voice acting. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Speaking of voice acting, uh, for whatever mm. reason, we're talking <laughs> about zero this time. Um, we we were simply running out of characters because, because we already um, because because we're doing more episodes than there are voice characters. Uh, we're talking about zero because we did um, zero the third, and I also shared that the announcer and the Nevada test site voice actor are the same as this. I think that's not true in English. Probably but we did not. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We fucked ourselves up by accidentally. Uh, not just retalking about the same voice actor multiple times. Mm-hmm. But hey, um, I got I got a cool guy uh, for you, um, Akio Otsuka, who is been around for forever. Um, really, really only phenomenal roles to his name. Solid Snake in all of Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Bateau in Ghost in the Shell. Ryder in Fate Zero. Avenel Gatto in uh, Mobile Suit Gundam 083. And Gaius in Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, cool guy, cool, cool, deep voiced, gruff guy all the time. I'm I'm curious to see how much more like actual voice acting we get from Zero because seems seems like some big a big name to get if they only had the one monologue. Over on the English side, uh, I've got Jameson Price who has also been around seemingly forever. Has been in just a shit ton of things. Um, not a lot of like leading roles but is pretty much always playing the like evil commander or the stern dad or the the announcer of a fighting game apparently very well known for his booming voice as wikipedia tells me uh you might know him as near gestalt uh a near uh, iron tagger from the blaze brew fr- franchise um lubu in dynasty warrior five and all the other dynasty warriors that uh that character is in which is most of them who could say how many dynasty warriors are either before or after five yeah if you know listeners right in will <laughs> uncountable value uh and then he plays the announcer in street fighter four and also uh all of the nether realm mortal combats uh which i discovered today so a person that likes to talk while other people are getting beat up hmm um and speaking of getting beat up uh we don't have many content warnings but we are briefly going to talk on the same suicide stuff um as the last couple episodes probably won't get into it because it's the same exact stuff but just in case that's something you're sensitive to um that's coming somewhere god bless you if you're still trying to listen to this this, this podcast all right i think that's all the all the preamble all the banter yeah, that we have beforehand the fucking summary 
a comeback to America's number one death game at the first AB vote behind the cyan door. After Fi's fruity prisoner's dilemma, we concede to her request to vote betray. Walking out to the results, Sigma is shocked over Alice's ally vote, inexplicably remembering how she voted uh, to betray in the last round. Sigma internally goes over the absurdity of somehow having influenced Alice's vote with knowledge of what she would choose before getting checked back into reality by Alice herself. Confused, she tells him to piss off since she's the one who should be angry with her point loss. Otherwise, the vote goes as before, with Tenryoji betrayed by his old friend Clover and the other group mutually voting ally. We go through the same downtime events, concluding with the bomb discovery scene before rushing down to the chromatic doors. Alice leads the door choice with her and Tenryoji in the BP danger zone, but Sigma interjects and demands we go with Luna and Clover through the green door. Running out of time, the cast concedes to the sudden demand. Our trio ends up in the archives, a circular room filled with bookshelves which rise to the ceiling. We reorganize some books and play with dice before finding the way out, this time getting the additional rules about every group needing a voter present. The group contemplates the lower floor warehouse before needing to rush back up at the urging of the AB round announcement. In a classic move, Dio has opened the door the moment he returned. K, with news of Quark's collapse, Cuts the moment short, leading us to the infirmary, where Quark once again performs his Radical Six outburst, followed by Alice doing the same and fleeing with the scalpel. Sigma checks the lounge for a runaway cop as visions of Alice's body come crashing into his mind. The urge to check the crew cabin comes to Sigma, where he finds Alice alive, threatening to end her life as we've seen so many times. Before she's successfully disarmed, Sigma receives a large slash to his hand. Wrangling the now passed out Alice back to the infirmary, Sigma vibrates in horror as he notices a white fluid leaving his cut where there should be blood. It didn't occur to me until uh, this summary, but I guess this is actually set in America for some reason. So, so it is actually the America's favorite Vaguely. death game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we don't know for sure. We don't know uh, where along that cryptic note we are mm -hmm. in this. Well, the first game, well, 999 was in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Nevada the other Nevada test site has also been mentioned mm -hmm. in nevada too mm -hmm. really strange uh well everything about this route is strange um it just starts off being weird um with a lot of uh further evidence that this is maybe <laughs> just the the main door that everyone should have been put through starting off we have this monologue from sigma uh, about time travel um that he just pulls out of nowhere and is also just talking to nobody there's sort of some stuff further on in, in the that we'll talk about that that makes us maybe make a little more sense. Um, but it did strike me as like maybe one of the the first times that Sigma is like clearly talking to somebody else or like this isn't his internal dialogue voice. He's like giving a PowerPoint presentation about how time travel uh, like manipulation uh, could potentially work. Yeah, he he, he talks through like whether or not his knowledge in a game of rock, paper, scissors, if he knew that someone was going to play in in the the previous future, if he time traveled from one round of rock, paper, scissors to another, but somehow by knowing that made the person there he was playing against change what they were going to throw out in rock, paper, scissors. That is the example he uses. Um, which is not really a good example. <laughs> no, no. As you're explaining it, it even more so. I'm just like, there's it just gotta crumbles. Be, it's it's a really 
a, a really confusing like i know time travel in general is confusing but this this only made it more so, so for me to try and understand how it actually works uh in this game i'm thinking they they they're holding schrodinger's cat for the final route which is so silly clearly the a thing that he's been writing through since ever 17 at least and why, why why wouldn't you just put the thing that's vital to understanding the thing you've written at the beginning mm, they ran out of cat puns yeah yeah they ran Can't. out of cat puns yeah, yeah 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 it is it is strange especially learning that that is like so much of just like a visual novel cliche basically to to talk about schrodinger's cat that to to have that be almost like a like a little reveal like a, something that they explicitly shove away um when they normally like spend spend a whole scene talking through all this stuff well i'd say i'd say it's less of a cliche and and more so like a really useful kind of telephoned over concept like because it's not really right no one's actually talking about the shit talking of quantum physics that's actually happening in um the the original deployment of schrodinger's cat it's used as an analogy to like placing the different readings of different routes in succession next to each other and it Mm -hmm. usually it's usually coming away with like oh they're all valid (laughs) like like reading a video like reading a video game is like a like a magical and like the way that in which you can like synthesize disparate like runs or routes or whatever to each other is like Mm. interesting and the conclusions that you make they're cool and that's that's mm-hmm. it there's not really there's not really like a larger like uh it's really like an aesthetic uh association and not really like this like larger theme it's just like yeah it sounds like it's like it's an established like allegory basically yes yes it happens frequently yeah so it doesn't seem like something that that he wouldn't really need to like keep in his back pocket as like this this mind-blowing way to think about visual novels which honestly if that is like the way it's going to be deployed, it's just also just not true in this game specifically because yes. the routes are very much not. <laughs> it's, not it's very equal. hostile to you trying to to weigh and read the routes equal to equally to each other. Yeah, yeah. Like there there are games that do that, and this is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Very very strange. Fucked up that Undertale does not have a Schrodinger's cat scene. Oh uh, yeah, maybe maybe in Delta Rune. It really should. Maybe a god that that would rule. That would actually rule. <laughs> yeah, Toby Fox, if you're listening, that one's yeah. You can just hit us up. Uh, we'll give you mm-hmm. more ideas like that. Yeah, you um, can pay me th- uh, thirty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Got that Pokemon money. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you did. You did note this strange way that the the vote works, or the scene yes. primarily after the vote. Uh, this is the only so Sigma's rock paper scissors uh delirium like internal monologue um is like the only um like passively modular flagged scene. The first time you go into what 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 door did we go into the first at the beginning um cyan yes the first time you go into the cyan door um it will never play this scene. Um, this only plays the, the second time you go to the first A-B round behind the cyan door. If you go to betray Alice the first time around, um, she, she, she slaps Phi and Sigma multiple times. It, it kind of rules. It's a way better scene um, than uh, Alice being like, sucks to suck when you, when you mm-hmm. vote ally. Damn, yeah. 
sad I didn't see that. I'll probably have to. You just can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird that this game is clearly has like a bunch of different factors that it's considering with the different like to understand what routes you've already seen. Like the most transparent of which is is the uh, the locks that we've bemoaned about constantly. And it's so strange that it would also do this like invisible check just for this one scene, which is like a, a entirely inconsequential scene in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. um, outside of this um, really, really just makes me think that this is meant to be like this. This should be first or or very close to first that that sort of invisible switching isn't just used in the same way that like locks are used because um, i feel like it's way more effective and interesting especially if you're trying to do this as like a kind of puzzle boxy thing or you know you talk to your friend it's like no this didn't happen at all this other thing happened way cooler than oh i hit i hit this lock because i didn't know where the poison was again like thinking about the ideal virtuous Oscar reward um aside from like putting this first like i almost wish there was like more of this like passive checking for flags um because like i i think there might be like a few more of these now that i think about it but they're they're like really petty and like not really i think they're like more like just like passing comments that might happen mm-hmm. i'm i'm not really sure i feel like i i feel like i've read something like that um haven't really done the any of the research um uh i've i've thought i'd get to um in terms of like crawling this game um in the way in the ways in which it is modular um beyond what we've seen and also just like in, in general um but like e- even if it is there it's like it's like not substantial it, it like doesn't yeah. it doesn't know how to like command time um when it's doing it and it, it's too like oh if you were taking notes and it's like your fourth time playing the game maybe you'd notice that like if you went here first then you, you only get to, you don't you miss this thing or whatever yeah yeah if you decide to run a podcast and maybe you'll notice it um <laughs> no you notice less things when you're podcasting actually <laughs> it makes you it makes you a less intelligent person hmm. that's what our listeners are for Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, it does, it seems almost like, like they're scared that people would not notice it, notice like the, the changes if they weren't explicitly called out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like you like literally would not have known if I did not yeah, say no something and know. go back. Yes. Okay. And then, uh, we move on from this. I just briefly noted down, um, cause it occurred to me when you were reading the summary that this is some more classic Junpei door vote fuckery um that sigma is doing uh just throwing a wrench into everything he's Um, it's so much more evil too because he's just like no the time limit is approaching and i am saying no and i am bigger than everybody (laughs) Mm -hmm. he started a big tantrum Um, so funny funny uh not really a callback to the but just the same sort of situation uh which was always very goofy in 999 but there's more of Sigma being just like a, a petulant asshole. Mm-hmm. We get a little about that in some of the bad ends, but it's usually yeah. he's just like, oh, shucks. What can mm. you do? <laughs> and this this is when we go straight into the archive, right? I think I put the notes out of order, but... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, This room sucks. This room... Sucks. Ma- one of the worst puzzles in the game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, not the most like annoying to solve, but definitely like the biggest just nothing room probably that I can remember. There's there's a repeat of the weighing puzzle that uses equations, and there's fewer objects. 
um, that then translates to a code where you ar arbitrarily have to add a zero to. <laughs> um, and and then there's you just place books in uh, books. Books are listed in a location. They have the name of a different book and a uh, row and column on them that of a different book uh, on the back and you and you have to like move them around but they, they don't really exactly line up to the rows and columns that are described mm -hmm. um and um and and then and then there's just like this weird it's it's not sokoban i don't i don't know what the kind of it's like a dice rolling game they need to be, there's different colored die that need to be rolled along a grid such that a certain number and of a certain color faces up at a in like an l shape it's miserable it's i yeah that's not I, very good i that was the first time that like um i nearly just looked up a guide because it was so obnoxious mm -hmm. not even just to know the solution um but just the whole the rolling it just sucks because it's, it's on like an isometric view but you still <laughs> have to like drag another just like complete just abomination of an interface similar to the trapezoid puzzle where it just does not work the way it's supposed to yeah this this room whole room just feels like leftovers mm -hmm. from other rooms which is strange that it like it's pretty early and like most of the rest of the stuff behind the cyan door feels so much more substantial and then this puzzle is just like it's just here yeah. um you can hit this room from the like as your first route God, how how pathetic! <laughs> um, but hey, that um that um that that Junpei doll is there. Remember that? Wait, Junpei doll? Yeah, when you get to the when you when you do the books and they form into a staircase, the uh, Akane's lion doll that she named Junpei is oh, at if, the top of the staircase. It, it fully did not occur to me that that was Junpei's doll. Yeah, and wait, okay, there's a gold now... file about it. I I must have not read the gold files this mm -hmm. time. Um, okay, well that actually now okay now that I know that that's connected to whatever the fuck the nine is lion eating the sun is about. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm. Yeah, have you have you been counting the lions as they appear? No, God no. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even think that's how that works. Don't worry. Uh, God, I would I would I would quit this show and erase it from history. The ninth 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 lion. Awful, awful. Um Um There's there's a way where like this room like could have been like intentionally the detritus of the library room in mm -hmm. 999, um, instead of accidentally feeling like the detritus of the, the library the archive in the 999. Um and and the Junpei doll is like a would have been a fine way to have like cued that but like you there just like needed to be like a, a stronger relationship to the puzzles yeah from, like 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 i don't i don't know why there aren't puzzle callbacks or like more puzzle callbacks I, there's a few um there's a few but they're always like worse than the first yes. time like yeah. this isn't this isn't the same as like the workshop from 999 which did like the puzzle callbacks pretty yes. well um it's like it's like a bad version of that, and it's also a bad version of the the library that precedes it, um, and just re just feels really really small and and gosh, I'm I'm just fixated on that dice game because I hated it so much. Anytime, <laughs> anytime, this is like my own personal video game pet peeve. But anytime I'm forced to conceptualize the shape of a dice with like a flat pattern, like my whole brain just shuts down. It's like. It's like the worst thing you could possibly ask me to do. I'm specifically better at this because of this game. 
that's really played this game up. when I was like when I was like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> awful, awful sicko, sicko skills. I can't think of another like, like I don't think there's like a latent puzzle outside of this. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure there are, but it's there not are. as bad as this. Yeah, because they're just they're just asking they're as far as I can remember they're just asking you to like know what what's going to be on like a side of a dice or something like that mm. it's not it's not rolling the dice around <laughs> some some weird void world um anyway uh let's leave the archive because it sucks and then our lock our lock from the own the the contained route for some reason yeah, uh, I thought the I thought I had done something wrong. I thought I had gone down the wrong door, or had otherwise made the wrong choice. Um, because this 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 lock occurs when um you come across Alice dead, uh, in the crew chambers again, and then the game just ends. The um, uh, I don't know if you've I also don't know if we've shouted out this person. Um, but uh, Vivian Lamb's uh flowchart on uh game facts that I've been referring to uh for all of uh <laughs> this part part of the podcast. Thanks, Vivian. Specifically notes this lock as having gone through lock two, which bars Tenmyoji's ending, and not mm. itself. So like the check isn't the route itself. It's another route, but it kicks you out regardless. I mean, supposedly, if if Vivian is correct, I I I'm not testing this. Sorry, if someone else has tested this and has a correction to Vivian's lovely flowchart, uh, let us know. Yeah. Let Vivian know too. Uh, I'm sure she'd be she'd she'd be elated to hear. But it's it's it is not itself actually the lock, but the way it presents it, if you've already succeeded, like gone through the lock, makes it mm-hmm. feel like you're just getting kicked out for to see that ending to then go back to the flow try and go to the exact same point it's also just another lock that makes no sense for like what the key is because it's just seeing alice dead in the crew quarters which we've done on almost every route very very weird for sigma to get get so choked up about these these brain hallucinations uh but that is something that happens uh kind of consistently throughout this this whole door is that um the bad ends are kind of like sigma just like breaking down and screaming and having his brain explode uh, maybe not literally explode but that's that's what it sounds like is happening um having like a mental breakdown which was like interesting to think about because of uh initially thinking um that he was a robot uh, which we learn later on is not well. We'll get to that, but uh, kind of made me think about how continuity is supposed to work in this game, and how the bad ends are kind of like potentially could be conceptualized as like a break from that, and and Sigma is like disintegrating as a person because he's witnessing something that is not expected to happen. I don't I don't know that that's actually what's happening in these in these strange endings where he's just freaking out and screaming into the air but it, it I, I think would have been an interesting way to conceptualize that uh if it was if it was carried over to like any of the other routes which I don't I don't think it is Yeah it's it's weird the way this game 
wants you to relate to its pieces while it's developing them, um, especially in the way that it's trying to relate like continuous information between the routes in the way that's and and in the way that's different from how nine 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 is like not not as clear but like it 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 develops it in such a way where like there are there are very clear multiple red herrings and also a real thing that mm. are that are set in place from the beginning it produces paranormal like a, a number of paranormal solutions and then also solutions like about like people within um the cast being traitors or like you being an unreliable narrator or junpei slash akane being unreliable and this game is just like the way it's trying to enlarge the morphogenetic field is is just like really unclear and like i think i've i've been like holding to my chest the like the very explicit way in which this game like renders the morphogenetic field because because it didn't occur to me until we started put we started playing this game together that it was not actually not actually made clear um until like very late until literally the ending right uh, like like oh, you, could, you like you could like you could not like i from like i feel like i've asked like direct and indirect questions about this on like while we were talking on in recording um like i feel like you could not like comprehensively describe the a con- the morphogenetic field a concept you already should understand because of a previous game in the way it's being presented in this game yeah it's also just not even referred to, like i maybe once i feel like it's referred to explicitly in maybe clover's route where she's talking um, about the well, and and alice and alice's route okay yeah but it's, it's just like it's very it's barely it's barely like uh, a presence in this route and like even even just like stuff like the flow chart being meant to conceptualize that in some way like it's all it's very opaque and overly complicated in a way that I think makes just following what's happening like really confusing mm-hmm. um, but not 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 even necessarily in a way that I think is like deliberate. Like, I think I'm confused on points that I'm not supposed to be confused on. Yeah, like, how do you how do you understand Sigma acquiring knowledge from other routes? Like, what do you think is, like, metaphysically happening? Or, like, just, like, in, in the, the mechanics of the, the supernatural devices? Like, could you phrase that? I'm going to try, but I, I don't... I, don't, I think <laughs> the yeah. answer is no. But, um, okay, so... The information that is like being sent is all what's represented on the flowchart. So they're sort of like the the different realities that people can connect to in the way that that June sort of followed June Pay in the future, and Sigma is acquiring that from some external force contacting him, and from I guess. See, this is where it gets really confusing. Is I don't know if it's the past <laughs> yes. or the future. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you, you. I, I'm, I'm gonna stop you because you've, you've, you've made sense of this in a way that any logical person who played nine 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 would try to resolve this game. And also, given the information that you have, um, I, I'm, we're, I'm gonna say that is not it. Okay, great. Um, and and we're gonna stop there because the game is going to at length. Uh, talk about this but i I think i think it's just like interesting to like kind of and and like like i i like yes that is that is like what a normal person would Mm -hmm. think is happening um 
It's not. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I haven't I haven't seen the termite mound. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I mean, and and then also we just dispelled that Sigma is a robot connected to the main quantum computer. That was that was the other kind of leading possibility that the yeah. morphogenetic field was a red herring um, until until now. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I did. I did briefly want to talk about the the way like timelines work in this aside from the morphogenetic field nonsense, but just thinking about them in like events that are happening in the game and how they're meant to be sort of reconciled. Um, we talked uh, briefly about this prior to recording and it sounds from what I understand, this is another one of, of Uchikoshi's favorite pastimes. He just likes to put into his games sort of the way that it works. As far as I can tell within the game itself from the player perspective, which up to a certain point we're meant to understand a Sigma's perspective. All of the timelines are sort of happening like parallel to one another and potentially already having happened. Like everything is is happening and has happened already and Sigma's mm-hmm. sort of in communication with that to varying extents. But also the existence of the locks makes it to where events only are only made like real after the player has witnessed them, after which point they can sort of move beyond that point. And it sounds like from what I understand of what you've told me about uh, Ever 17 and sort of how this is being conceptualized just in general as like a visual novel framework. um, This is sort of, again, positioning us not as the player character of, of Sigma, but as some external force that is that is experiencing the game and the events of the, the timelines, mm-hmm. um, but is not actually, like, represented within them, like, is not actually the one that the forces are, are, are being affected on, so they, they exist outside of time in, in, in a different way. Yeah, I'll, um, we, I already spoiled um, Ever 17 earlier on this podcast, so I'll just say more broadly that like yes Ujikoshi is interested in like trying to make a narrative element which parallels the ways in which video games like literally do not run unless there is an operator um who is like both at the whims of the system um and also but also like the person who can like see the whole thing because it's a right what uh one shot a game we just played um for uh Critical's Game Club is also is also like interested in like this this similar kind of move it's re- radically different directions but like it's the same kind of like breadth of possibilities in which the player can be made a narrative element mm-hmm. that is that is continuous with the way the the way a, a a person who plays like video games do not run without an operator generally speaking botting obviously exists but like in society video games have an op- operator um they observe a story um and that story is is then reported to other people in society because a person's reading it right mm-hmm. um and that's like a continuous way in which force or individual is rendered in right like akane is also this Mm -hmm. um right akane both sees everything but is also like trapped in the video game uh you are akane but you're you are zero you know um she she just can't solve that sudoku yeah yeah, she can't she's a fucking fucking clown girl (laughs) so so ridiculous um (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I um, I really, I really don't know how I feel about this game's um, that thing, the 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 player narrative force. I don't, I don't really remember how I feel about the way it's unfolded, but I I dislike how insignificant it is to the character drama. Mm-hmm. Or like the 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 moment to moment tension and and kind of narrative um, stops that we've made. I don't I don't think it's like disinteresting in isolation, but it's just like it's just it's just so, this this franchise is so weird. It feels it feels very like inconsistent, which is why half yeah. the time when it comes up, I like I feel like I flagged it and not known is this deliberate or is just just they forgot like how they're writing the story and they just like is this just another instance of like you're in the you're in the garden and suddenly you have to pull a password prompt into your brain and enter the password there like is it just a weird anomaly like that um which feels like kind of not like fully an indictment on like the way it's depicted but certainly is not like anywhere near as tightly integrated into like the moment-to-moment script as 999 Maybe maybe I'll change at the end, but I would feel I'm pretty doubtful that any way that they like continue to develop this or reveal this will be like impactful enough to where if I was to read this game again, it would have the sort of changed experience as like reading nine 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 again and realizing that you're not like reading Junpei, you're reading a different character's mm-hmm. uh, voice have anything else about that everything up to the lock this is where the bad uh end is yeah i mean technically it's after the lock we can talk about it now because i feel like we're just gonna cruise past the the bad end as we because we're gonna go to the normal end yeah we're gonna Um, cruise past the best bad end yeah (laughs) um the, the this is the only game over that isn't just like oh no as everyone going oh no as the door closes um because someone got out um Mm -hmm. sigma votes to so so sigma gets back he uh drops off alice she's safe they go to vote and uh he votes betray and everyone's like fuck you sigma alice is literally collapsed with illness and we don't have the cure so she's not sedated this time and she didn't have the she ran away before we could sedate her in the way that she does in her own ending Mm -hmm. um so they, so Dio, Tenmyoji, and K knock him out, and uh, he he wakes up with his arms chopped off, and everyone gone. <laughs> it's amazing the way it's depicted because he wakes up in the in the infirmary, and he's just like looking around, he's just like, oh hey, where did everyone go? And then he's then like his internal voice is like, and then I noticed two other things were missing: my bracelet and my arms. And then, and then it like I think it like screen shakes and cut it cuts to yeah. the, the the wide shot of the infirmary and then like ah and screen shake it rules yeah he just screams yeah it's <laughs> it's amazing um easily the best bad end Inc- very funny that it's not actually required but yeah pay, I, but I really thought it was <laughs> it should be just for personal enjoyment okay yeah that's all I had I just wanted to make sure. Okay, we're going uh, to the ending, uh, last full ending, last full new ending uh, before the real end. We take Alice back for a familiar diagnosis before entering the AB room with Luna. Despite the half-assed efforts to hide his oozing white cut, Luna asks Sigma very pointedly about what's wrong with his hand. 
He fools nobody by saying it is spilled milk and deflects further questions by focusing on the AB vote. We walk out to the results where everyone has voted ally. The cast debriefs about the next chromatic doors before Luna requests to speak with us in private. She takes us to the garden bench we got acquainted with during Alice's ending, and now it is her turn to monologue at us. She talks about her blue bird pendant, which is actually a music box. She talks at length about the Belgian playwright Maeterlinck's The Bluebird, a play about two children who set off to find a bluebird through lavish fantasy lands. They wake up from the search within a dream to find that the bluebird was already in their shabby home all along. Luna tells us, however, that in Maeterlinck's original story, the bluebird flees when they try to feed it, never to return. As the pendant was given to her at a delicate and lonely moment in her life, she worries about what the gift ultimately meant from the important but unnamed person who gave it to her. She lets us know that she thinks of us as title before grilling Sigma on how he could possibly have known where Alice was given the time frame and information he had. Pointing out the impossibility, she suggests not that he has extrasensory powers, but that he is instead a robot attached to the facility. She identifies the white fluid on her hand as the ABT Golem told us about back in the Magenta Door lock. She reassures us that she still trusts us because of Asimov's laws of robotics, but is interrupted when Phi fails to eavesdrop on us and conveniently discovers the last bomb in the process. We take the discovery back to the infirmary so Sigma can reach into his robo-memories for the events of Alice's ending, remembering that Dio is the bomber. He remembers everything about the dead man switch and the poison, but is unable to act soon enough before Tenmyoji knocks the detonator away and initiates the countdown. After Dio freely gives us another bomb code, they knock the uncooperative cultist out and split off to try to find the deactivation device. With no leads, Luna and Sigma end up in the infirmary. With futility in the air, Luna suggests we could use the nuclear diagnosis machine to see if Sigma is truly human. He is, obviously, but discovers he has cybernetic arms. The two say, huh, that's weird, uh, before Luna gets very serious and tells us another password, saying she'll catch us in the next route as the bombs go off once again. This route ending is batshit. It is outrageous it's so good it's so good <laughs> I, lo I love i love luna the way she like turns the camera and not to sigma it feels like it's so amazing gosh um there's so much to talk about in this but i do just want to start at the very important ab vote and just um commend uh this otherwise completely unrestrained game from avoiding even even a hint at a cum joke with with uh sigma's hand literally the fucking end of ava shot literally the end of ava shot over over overhead like as if you were looking down at your own hand into into sigma's hand with white shit coming out of it um i'm fucked up <laughs> it's so i'm so fucked up funny. i'm so fucked up it's no it's it's spilled milk don't worry about it it's <laughs> that part's so funny too <laughs> like like what when, when does milk do that? Just spilled milk in the panty room. <laughs> oh, I love panty milk. Um, uh, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's really hard to come back from that. I've, as soon as that happens, the, the everything from on is just off the rails. It's just so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, this conversation with Luna... It's. <laughs> She's so funny. 
So she's like, she, she takes us and she sits us down in the library after we've gone through this vote. It's, it's and the like, garden. It's not the library. The, sorry. Yeah. The garden. Yeah. The bench. Same bench. We sat with Alice because every character, every female character has to have a little date with Sigma in the, in the garden. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got I'll one date idea. Memorial. Mm-hmm. And like, as all of this shit is happening, as we're like, Alice is holed up in the infirmary, Cork is still unconscious, like everyone's freaking out. And then Luna sits us down because she saw we had our hand fucked up and starts talking about a this Belgian fucking play. folklore. Like, what? A Belgian play. Like, but, but, was, but first it was a poem. Like, is like, am, am I just underread? Like, is this known? Like, do people know about this? Uh, I feel like I feel like I I like kind of know it in the same registers, like the way that like I like uh in a in it like maybe like ten years earlier I would have read it along with like the Gift of the Magi and like like a public education like English education, hmm. um. Like, like I, I feel like I've heard of it in a different context and not just this game from when I was 14. <laughs> I absolutely have not. Not, a, not even not even close. So this just came out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> so and then, good. And then, and then Luna's saying she, see, she sees you as title. Like, okay. What does that mean? <laughs> like, uh, you're, you're the you one did... hunting for happiness. Hunting for happiness. Okay, you're, you're 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 going through all these these strange fantasy um, situations, only to wake up at the end with clarity. I swear to God, if this is all a dream, it's not. It's not. Okay. It's not. <laughs> Canceling um, the podcast. We're not playing. In the a last way. Game. In a way, it's not. <sighs> you know, isn't isn't every video game just uh, the bluebird? Because you escaped from the video game. It was there with you all along. I would like to escape from this video game. <laughs> um, Almost there. Yeah, and then straight back in. So we have the weird the folklore stuff, which on its own is already ridiculous. And then just immediately she jumps from that to saying, to very seriously telling Sigma that he's a robot. <laughs> and it just makes sense. <laughs> Things that just make sense. Sigma being a robot. And she's not scared about it because she knows about Asimov's three laws. <laughs> she knows about these rules from science fiction. Which she recognizes are not real, but she believes in them. And that's oh, why man. she's not scared. Um You know, I'm really I'm really actually now trying to get excited about Zero Time Dilemma, because what if every moment was like this? I hope. I hope so. Wouldn't that I hope kick ass? Wouldn't that kick ass? I feel like I feel like in this game it's too late for me and yes. I'm already like I'm already too down and like in the weeds about fucking termites and other mm-hmm. other things like this sort of of just nonsense doesn't doesn't hit right at this point but if this was like if we came here first and this is like okay this is what the game is all right yeah buckle well, in well I mean I think I think if we came here first well one I think it's impossible well, it's not impossible to come here first. Um, it, you'd have to go a pretty strange way because you'd have to mm-hmm. you'd have to do part of you have to do the lock behind the yellow door, then do Ten Yoji's ending, and then come here. Yeah, okay, that's what you'd have to do. Yes, 
You have to do yeah. part. You have to do the yellow door. Most of the yellow door before this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even even just but even just barring like the actual mechanical reasons, like the this is just like a completely different game. Like mm-hmm. there is very very little that approaches this level of like straight face nonsense. Um, I guess. I feel like there's one other scene that I called out and I can't remember now because this whole game is a fever dream, but very little of it like registers this, this much. Um, it's certainly not, not like framed like this because also of course, because this game is 3d beautifully animated, we get just like the worst side profile of Luna so just bad. like looks like again, just kind of looks like she's melting or like she's been crushed. Like or like, or like horizontally. If, you, if you've decreased all of the like sliders in a Dark Souls character creator to the the minimum like girth and width, like like what if you just had like weird digital like bones poking out of your skin? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's absurd. I feel like I want to make sure I don't miss anything else that she said in this. But I think that's all that she said was just no. It's just the, you're the robot. a robot. You're a robot, and then five fails an eavesdropping roll. And right yeah <laughs> which is which is good good fine moment of like oh, well i was trying to eavesdrop but i didn't and i found a bomb instead fies over in a points in the dark game have a, have a much better time than us risky position yeah 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 we find the last bomb still don't really have anything to do with them nope and then I'll tur- we get- just gotta turn them off I feel like uh, I'm I'm not looking forward to how this is represented in the end. It feels like it's going to be. Well, you've written down all the codes. I've I've screenshotted them okay, with my right, uh, right, my right. extant vision. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on to them in the termite mound. Yeah, and then we get basically the same Dio scene. But this time, Temyoji does a flying common co- rider it's, kick at him, and we don't get so, to see it. It's so fucked up. Why would you? Why would you write? Tim Miyoji doing a flying kick and not use your animation <laughs> budget on that. Like instead, instead or literally just the could... still. Why? Why wasn't it? If, even if it was in the, the shitty quality of the bench sitting scenes, like I, I mm-hmm. know you could have put Tim Miyoji in like a gray nothing space and and moved him into a common rider kick pose. Like why didn't you do that? Yeah, or it should be, or it should be like um the CG we get of Sigma pointing like a Ace Attorney character, um, but it's like really weirdly cut to where it's just like all of his arm and then just like none of him. So you mm-hmm. just see like a, a long arm, but just do like a kick, just like a leg, one well, of Tim Yoji's legs. They'd have to pay Kino Nishimura more money for that one. And they clearly had no <laughs> intention of doing that for this game. It's so fucked up. Ugh. What's she yeah, up to now? Hopefully better things. Yeah. Um, Instead, what we get animated is just a whole. None, I guess the same see the same gif that we've seen already of of Dio writhing on the floor. It's it's like uh, the mirror shot of it um, mm-hmm. of the exact same animation of Dio writhing when Kane tackles him in his yeah. ending. Hit flip horizontal. It it just looks it just looks awful. We get one other like little animated still like this. Um, or I think it's like when when uh, Sigma is wrestling the sur- the not the syringe the scalpel from Alice and she has like a a little like fight back pose oh, but like yes. like the way the way that these were is like 
the animation happened and then it freezes. It freeze frames. And it just it just looks like the, the goofy shit. It, <laughs> um, and the Dio one plays multiple times, which was even better. It is really good. It's like, it's like what if Dio is getting tackled in an Instagram boomerang? <laughs> oh, that would be so much funnier though if they if they if they went if back and going. forth. If they if they reversed on themselves, <laughs> I have to create that. Oh my god! Um, check out our co-host uh, in the future. Yeah, the actual Dio scene is not very interesting because it's basically just the same as uh, the Alice ending, um, but not as as well executed. He he did finally get get fucked over for just putting everything in his pockets. Um, <laughs> very poor planning. Did not see this one coming. And then and then we have the we just have the ending infirmary scene. I think. Yeah, yeah. So. Here's where we we learn that Sigma is not a robot. Yeah. You're uh, waiting the whole game, you know. Uh, you know if you went if you went to part of the red door, all of the blue door and then here first, you know, you've been waiting this whole game to find out if Sigma is a robot. And no, he's not. No, he's not. But he's, he's not. got he's got these sick robot arms <laughs> that that ooze come. <laughs> it's so fucked up. It's, um. it's on the one hand it's so much funnier this way and it i is really, really funny i really do enjoy it on that level on the other hand it makes no sense for like the themes of this game like it, like most of what this game up to this point or you know aside from like the meta stuff that hasn't really been explained at all is like about loss of autonomy and being like really terrified of not understanding like why you're doing something or or who is actually in control of you uh, which makes a lot of sense if you're secretly a robot uh, <laughs> makes makes way less sense if actually you just have cyber arms and otherwise you're just you're just a person yeah those those, um, those like wide cctv shots like don't make any sense now no. or, or like or like we have or like we don't have enough information to reconcile them to something else i don't i don't really mm-hmm. remember if they go nowhere or not um which is like, I don't know. It's it's weird how how less satisfied with red herrings I am in this game, just because of, probably just because of its size. Like, mm-hmm. like like you really couldn't rein in that many. Like 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 because a red herring should still have like a thematic inclusion, even if it's like clearly not the thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and and nine 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 does that really well. Yeah, I don't know what to do with Sigma Cyber Arms either. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just it's a reveal that has no. Like it's it's just a reveal. Like it doesn't it doesn't have any actual impact on anything, um, besides being very funny. And and then uh Luna gets to 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 anamorph into Phi, basically. Not really, that doesn't happen, but she's basically the same character now of the the super serious time traveler who She knows everything. Mm-hmm. Instead of being uh, a rude girlfriend like Phi, she's the demur mom. There's two types of women, and then there's whatever Alice is, I guess um also the root girlfriend it's a weird place to end it i feel because it's it's just giving you more information that you don't know what to do with well now we have both of the uh passwords for the computer yeah it's like it's like a very it's a very video game fetch quest sort of ending of like oh i've 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 accomplished all of this stuff which maybe would be more satisfying if that information was like material somehow in the game mm-hmm. like you know sort of what we talked about 
at at length about you know what if you had to actually make choices during the the uh the locks or you know what if you saw information that you're collected on like the the flow chart or something like if it was somehow the the like very clear video game element of of collecting all this information across time and space was mm-hmm. connected to the game in, in any way again the, the ways in which we're like i'm this is like a guided playing of the game and we're not getting like the ways in which a normal player would probably have to like would probably at some point want to like hunt for a lock opening but like all but like none of the locks are actually that compelling <laughs> like like yeah. y- yes we're not literally playing them like cliffhangers but like we're we're both like people who can make critical like uh inferences and like realize that if the game stopped there it would suck and it wouldn't it wouldn't make me be like oh i got to go find that thing i don't that i don't know what yeah. it is like <laughs> um because uh, they're not actual lock and key puzzles. They're they're just like, mm-hmm. here's a lock, now go do something else that's that you don't know is related. And then you'll find out it's related, or you'll hit another lock. Yeah, and there's also just, there's so much game here that it's yes. like, with how little information you get from the locks, like, I could not see a, a version of this where I was, like, trying to unlock a lock. Like, I would just go and do something else and just assume I'll come back to it, because, like... How would how would you even begin to to start hunting locks like? I mean, like the- theoretically, you'd have to like make character associations and inferences inferences about the mystery. Um, but like, but like again, the the game is constantly appending your capability to do that. Mm-hmm. So like, so like you, that that mode of engagement would be halted so quickly. Yeah, yeah, because like thinking about like this one where we have to have like witnessed Alice being dead, like. We have to have witnessed it in the very specific lock, apparently, the, yeah. the second lock, like not just in general. So it's like if I got there, it'd be just like, I don't like, where do I go from here? Like mm-hmm. it, there's there's not really like a like the information being requested is not specific enough to actually like point towards one route, like which which seems like a like a just a mistake. Um that could have been easily avoided. Sorry about that. My cat was uh, having a moment. I don't know if you <laughs> that came through the microphone. <laughs> she was screaming very loud. Discord kills uh, a lot of the cat noises, unfortunately. So, so I, I don't hear up. them. Maybe the listeners will. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't get cut by the noise, the noise reducer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that might honestly be all I have to say. It's kind of a kind of a shorter route. Uh, a lot of really wacky shit happens, but very little of it I know what to do with. Mm-hmm. You got anything anything else to touch on? No, I, I I just feel myself, especially talking about just talking about this. I'm just like, oh damn, I'd actually much rather be playing Zero Times Llama, which is not a thing I'd ever thought I thought <laughs> I would say. Because um, boy, damn. did I hate that game at release. But now I'm like. I played the opening of that game. I I was just laughing the whole fucking time. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's video games. Um, I feel like I feel like what happens between playing this nine 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 in this game and then like it, it it sounds like zero time dilemma is just really silly, whereas this game is like trying to be serious most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if like your interest in, in in goofy fucking media is maybe just more no like, no zero time lemos also 
it's in the same tonal register, but the approach and like the systemic solutions okay. are like like I'd, I'd say there's a lot of like design answers to the problems this game has in Zero Time Dilemma. Oh, thank God. Not getting into too much because like we're, we're not there yet, but like that game has like pop like clusters of scenes rather than like routes. Like it, like it literally does control what scenes you can see before you can see further scenes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm just here trying to psychoanalyze my co-host. Uh, mm-hmm. In any case, uh, if you have psychoanalysts to do, uh, you can send it to questions at critical dot com along with anything else you want to shove in there. Uh, if you don't have any questions, unfortunately, if you have predictions about the ending, to get them in soon. You have to get your predictions to me. I don't remember them. I I'll f- I'll find them because I've also <laughs> forgotten. I think I got I think I got at least one of them right, and at least like it was the one, it was the one had... about the dead lady, the old lady being Akane. Right, right. <laughs> um, and then I think I've I've already had. I know for a fact I've gotten a few have been like deconfirmed. Three of them have been like hard deconfirmed. Yeah. Um. So not looking great for me. Yeah. Catbox has been opened. Yeah. Yeah. My uh my BP is pretty dangerously mm-hmm. low. And yeah, you can keep up with that uh, and other updates uh, on Twitter. Not really on Twitter really anymore, but you can still follow me at Boots Natalie uh, and toss some money to coffee.com slash critical. You post the show on the critical. I post Twitter. I post the show on there. Yeah, I don't I don't post really much at all. And now that the Sonic poll is ended, I have nothing to live for. So I can think I've uninstalled Twitter from my phone and I'm wow. free. I just use Twitter in my Chrome browser on my phone. I do that, but it's like it's so busted now. Good, on... I don't want to be on it. Yeah, it's it's, it's actually it's it's really freeing. I um, go and write my draft, my horrible draft, and then I leave. So, uh, where can people find those horrible drafts, Axe? Um, you can find all of my drafts and live tweets at uh, wing underscore blade underscore i. Um, I still like Twitter. People, normal people are on Twitter. I'm sorry to say. Um, <laughs> no one, uh, no one who lives in the world, most people who don't live in the world are, are fleeing from Twitter. Um, I'm sorry to inform you. God bless you if you are. Um, you can also find me, um, on co-host, just wing blade. Um, and, uh, uh, you can follow the show on co-host where I've been threatening to do show notes, um, at, at zero contacts on co-host. Um, maybe you I'll do it this time. Meme. I did. I did post one meme like two and a half months ago. <laughs> it's fine. You can still find it on the page. <laughs> it's really, it's really good. Um, it's a good yeah. one. Uh, you'll find out what it is for yourself. You can, you can pay me. Um, you or Toby Fox can pay me thirty thousand dollars. Um, at uh, coffee. Um, slash. Natalie, what's my coffee? Pretty sure it's Wing Gamer. Wing Gamer. Wing Gamer. Um, branding. Branding that I don't remember. I think it is too. You can it try that one. Gamer. Yeah, there yep. you go. Thank you. Thank you, my um, my um, brand manager. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> to my contract. Um, yeah, um, give me $30,000 and I'll actually do some of the research that I said I'd do. Um, and if not, I'll set off the tiny little bombs that I put in, in your stomach. Um, next time, we are playing the two locks that we left behind, behind the yellow and magenta doors. Um, you, you can, if you're a normal person, probably just go look at those and and do them um but i'm gonna do my funny ridiculous explanation of them um because we're doing the lock behind the yellow door first um we're returning to behind the red door where we're gonna vote ally and that's gonna give us quark sending and then we're gonna go over to the magenta door 
behind the green door. We're going to put in that password in the damn computer. And then we're going to vote ally. And you get Luna's ending. Um, make sure to go back and also do both betrays to get the game overs. Um, if you haven't done that for the other endings, you should go do that soon. That does bar um, like a like a epilogue scene that that I guess we'll talk about. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll talk about it. Beautiful. Can't can't wait for the absolute just chaos of this next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have no idea how how it's gonna flow. <laughs> Yeah, so as we build our our own little termite mound uh, in Google Docs, thanks for listening. Uh, Until next time, have a nice trauma.